Hello everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to Alesso After Hours, the show where we get to go beyond the 600 word limit in the paper and discuss what's happening on our campus and in the world. I'm your host Erica Green and today I'm joined by two Alesso staff members who I'll let introduce themselves. Oh sorry, there's three. My bad, sorry. There's three. Well normally there's two, so there's three today. We'll explain why in a second, but go ahead. Uh, I'm Justin Nunn. I'm a report. Uh, uh, You're a what? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> he the repo man. Crisis. Uh, I'm a reporter at the Alesto. My name's Darian, and I'm also a reporter at the Alesto. My name's Joanne, and I'm the graphics manager. All right, so let's get right into it. So today is a very special edition of Let's Talk to Oz. We're here recording on a Tuesday. No. It's a Tuesday. Yeah, we're here recording on a Tuesday because we are... T- on a Tuesday. <laughs> See, and this is this oh, we're, we're gonna be cutting up all episodes. So if you're trying to listen to, to a political, calm episode, this is not the episode oh, for you. Else. This ain't it. This is not the episode <laughs> for you. Um, but yeah, so we're celebrating Black History Month. Hey, hey. Happy Black History Month to all the Black people. Um, to all the white people, please remember that every day for us is Black History Month. That part. Not just these twenty-eight days. Absolutely. These 28 days are just our anniversary. It's, it's, woo! Preach it! Come on! Preach it! Y'all are stupid. Okay, so, (laughs) so in this episode, we're going to kind of, like, talk about the highs and lows of this Black History Month. Um, so first we're going to talk about recent music. So, you know, Darian got me hip, Darian got us all hip to to Kaylani! Kaylani came out with a, it's not really an album, but it's more of a mixtape. Um, it's called Why We Wait. I think she kind of put it out just because she's about to drop that baby any second. She knows drop she's... Drop that baby. <laughs> I mean, you know, she's trying to... Drop do, she, babies like we drop albums. <laughs> no, she's, she's going to drop that baby, so she knows that she's not going to be in the studio like that. Right. You know, so she was like, here, I'm going to do this to hold y'all over. And she did not disappoint, okay? I love basically every single song. You know an album yep. is good we can listen to every song. You know what I'm saying? Yep, so, every song. So yeah. y'all, y'all, feeling, y'all feeling Kaylani? I adore the album. Um... You know, Kaylani is someone who has, I think, has always just made really good music or whatever. Oh, wait, can you not hear me as well now? I mean, just stay close to the mic. Anyway. Um, Kaylani has always made really good music, and it's but it's been really nice to kind of hear her, like, progression, um, I guess, through the years as far as, like, how her, how her sound has evolved and everything like that. And this just feels like a very, like, like a mature Kaylani album. Like, she's she seems to be, like, very in tune with, like, her emotions and, like, how she, like, maneuvers through relationships and everything like that. And it, it just, it sounds like such a smooth, like, 90s R&B, like, homage. Yes. Um, and I, I just really appreciate it. Shout out to, mm, <laughs> we love Kaylani. Uh, yes, we love, okay, so, you know what? <laughs> Instead of saying shout out to, we're gonna say props to because the higher right, ups right. of the Alesto staff have banned us for saying shout out. So instead of shout, we're gonna say props to. Okay, there's loopholes to everything. So props, <laughs> props to Kaylani. Oh, you okay? can say props to band too. I know. Well, shoot, we're just gonna keep saying stuff until we run out of stuff to say. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Darian. No, I was just gonna say love her. I've loved her for a really long time. I mean. I feel like her music really speaks to us a lot more than like maybe even like her beginning stuff. I Absolutely. Feel like, you know when you're first studying, you want music. That's oh, going the way to... is my song with Chance yes. the Raptor. The way is yeah. my song. Okay, go ahead. I was just saying that like very good over overall. Like love listening to it. As soon as Nanya came out, I'm like, that's right, girl. Nanya is my song. As soon as Morning Glory came out, when she said, what did she say? So when you speak on me. What'd she say? So when you so sh- when you say I don't look put together, bro, don't forget Elliot, to mention I, that I got my ish together. Yes. I was like, girl, preach I it. <laughs> I felt her. Yes. I was like, girl, preach it. I was like, so just to let y'all know that we don't have to be perfect twenty four seven. Like, right. you know, yep. if you can't have me at my good night, then you deserve, don't deserve me at my morning at glory. My morning Hello, glory. This is gonna be jamming this right? whole time. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Joanne. Y'all took everything. I love Kaylani. I love me some Kaylani. Better known as Baylani because she I love Baylani. her so much. Say, she's Ooh, so yes. pretty. She's so pretty. She is. So, mm-hmm. and uh, in other music news, I talked about I talked about this with Darian, but I don't know if y'all know. So today is February 26th, but on February 24th was the 20th anniversary of Juvenile's classic "Bat That Thing Up." Okay. Woo! I just and wish we could play it. No, 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 no. no I might add it in there. Like so. <laughs> hey, I'm in there. But no, low key, I should add it to the beginning of the podcast. I know. To introduce no, it. it is the 20th because listen, anniversary. Listen, listen. Okay, for 20 years, we hear that do do. <laughs> do, 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 we hit for the 9-9 in the 2000s. You know exactly yes. why. Girl, 
I swear to God, they play that in the grocery store. I'm gonna be in the cereal <laughs> aisle. Yes. Listen, I tell my friends when it's a cereal aisle. Talk about girl, won't you back the thing up? I I will be in the cereal aisle. I'm telling you, I have told my friends it's like I could be at Walmart and the thing could play over the speakers and I will. Using my cart as leverage, yeah. okay, and I just swear. you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna be, be like, who is this cake girl? Shaking case. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro. Like, and I don't even know how to twerk like that. I'm getting better though. Okay, I'm practicing, but I even know how to twerk like that. But baby, best believe I will be in Schnucks. Okay, in Aldi. The most conservative grocery store there I'll is. I'll be in Aldi no, checking. No, Deerberg's, actually. I will, listen, <laughs> still get it, actually. I will be in Aldi. I will be in Aldi picking out mangoes in the in the in the song can play like do. Dude, dude. Cause you know at every party, every club, they as soon as you hear, you pull your dress up a little bit. <laughs> you put your hands to your knees. You know, you you find that boy you want to dance with. You make eye contact. I'm like, okay, you know it's gonna happen, right? You know what I'm saying? But the thing up has been like, I feel like it's one of those songs that like our grandchildren might be dancing to that song, low key. Like, well, and it's you know, like we. I'm sorry, we we talk about right like Black history and things like that, and but I think I think so often we we forget that the culture part. Yeah, and and moments like that, that thing up, which were it was so like visceral and like revolutionary. Like these these rappers now owe so much to just juvenile. For like reinventing the twerk song, and not even that song. You were like, you ever heard slow motion for me? Slow motion for me. You know what I'm saying? So like juvenile, like Cash Money taking over for the nine nine in the two thousands. Yeah. That is a essential part of like I feel like of the black community. It is. It is so just. Just amazing. Now this song has been on for twenty years, and we still bump to it. And we still bump to it. it comes on. Every time it comes on, you hear. I'm telling you, you, hear that little instrumental part. You already know what's up. I swear. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we should talk about other classic black songs like "Nug If You Buck." What oh you hear like that? Nug If You Buck. Nug. Like I'm telling you, all this for all this fraternities and sororities automatically get in line. Okay. You know, I feel like so many, like, Laffy Taffy's a good one. I'm going to say something else. Like, I think I feel like Genuine. I know it's not the same thing. No, oh, So Anxious by him? But, like, oh. just whenever Pony comes on. Oh! oh yes! yes. Absolutely. Let's do it. Ride it. Jump on it. Like, I'm telling you, once you hear like that, duh. Yes. Duh. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm telling Absolutely. you, so I mean, songs. Magic Mike did something right with adding that into the I movie. I was just about to say that the music's so influential; it's un- gone into movies. Like you can just recognizably, you can see it. I know. I'm telling you, so many good, good classic. I, I can't. I'm like, I'm at a loss now. But like, as soon as we in this, I'm gonna think of so many songs. But there's so many, like. So many classic songs. When you hear it, you're just like, like, have you heard Mrs. Officer by Lil Wayne? Yeah. We, 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 Yes. Like a cop car. <laughs> yes. So, so many of these Can songs. We go back to Lil Wayne's, like, first couple of, like, albums. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Some, like, oh, really yes. Wayne was on the top Lollipop is still my for stuff. such a long time. I was just time. about to say The Lollipop. Carter Three like, shifted hip-hop and, like, He's he's one of those artists where I think every couple of years we get a new one who comes in and they reorganize how like hip hop is like structured. And when Lil Wayne came out with the well, when he came out in general, right? But with the Carter Three, I think that was that was one where you heard people our age at the time we were like what eight, nine, ten years old playing mm-hmm. lollipop, but you also heard like grandmas named like Esmeralda like Not listening Esmeralda. to lollipop as well. Um, and I I think that. That it just speaks to like sometimes sometimes our stuff it seeps out to the mainstream in such a like such a, a strong way and it, it, you can't deny it. Lil Wayne cannot be denied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like one more song I just kind of want to mention: Cardi B and Bruno Mars that came out with a song called "Please Me." Mm-hmm. That's that's my song. First of all, Cardi B has just been winning, <laughs> winning. I'm not impressed. Oh my You're god, you're not Justin. impressed. You don't okay, like it. I'm I can't not... enjoy "Please Me" anymore though. Why? I'm not. No, go ahead. Because of the panel discussion that I went to, one of the panelists, he was talking about how Cardi B and Bruno, for that song, he was like, Sex Me by R. Kelly. They used a sample of it. But I thought in the, uh, whatever the fine print was, I thought they were like, they sampled Jodeci for it. I feel like, though, you can't really tell that there's a, I understand you saying that. But I feel like I, that's not my first thought when I, like, hear the songs that they sampled that, you know. But there are songs where you hear, like, um, 
like some lyrics in it or sure. maybe like a beat that reminds you of like an old song. Sure. But I feel like I don't really mm-hmm. think of that song whenever I hear that song. Also, shout out to Joyce. That's another like Forever My Lady. Props to. Or, <laughs> or, or, or Run DMC. Not Run DMC. Or who, who, is, who sings Let's Get Married? Is that Jagged Edge? Let's Get Married. Wait, how's that song go? Meet me at the young. Oh, my brother loves dress. that song. And yeah. like the Run DMC remix. It's a hit. Yum. I love it. Man. I love it. I feel like. I feel like just R&B in general is just not the same. I feel there's I still agree. some really good R&B, but like, I'm, man, what what is like, I'm trying to think of like Jay Holiday or something. Throw it back to like a Jay Holiday song. Every, or what, suffocate bit. Every, yeah. every couple months on Twitter, I'll see somebody <laughs> like uh, make a thread of, of like new, like newer R&B acts that they think are like quote unquote, like keeping R&B alive. It's not necessarily true. Like, you know, we just talked about Kehlani, and I love Kehlani, but I'm not, I'm not going to say that, like, she has, like, reinvigorated the genre at all. I don't think SZA has done anything that's, like, re- and, and again, I love all of these people, but we've not, ha- R&B has not been the same since the, like, early 2000s, probably. I, I, I just, I don't think that we are yeah. doing R&B in the same way. Ashanti, Ashanti is probably, like, the cutoff yeah. for me. Right. The cutoff no, for me. No, Keisha Cole did some no, good Keisha stuff, Cole, too. That love song, I'm not going to sing it, because that's, I, I will butcher it, but that love song, y'all, listen, if y'all don't know Love by Keisha Cole, go look it up and right. get your life. Get your Once entire I life. I never knew what I was missing. But I okay, knew here. once we start kissing. Yes, that's yes, that song there's just so no, many no. you know, black artists, black, you know, songs that just are classics for us, you know. Oh, I got two. Hmm. If you guys wanna hear yeah. it. Yeah. What is that? I Can't Help But Wait by Trey Songz. Oh, oh Trey Songz. I swear to God, awesome. that, when that was, girl, my seven-year-old self was over here talking about something. Where's my man? Like, to take care of me. Talk, like, be like out here talking about some I can't wait. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> or Let Me Love You by Mario. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh my God. You should let me love you. His little one hit Okay, wonders. also, we got to talk yeah. about, like, Black Disney, because even though they weren't all black, the Cheetah Girls. Yeah. Yes. Listen, listen. And they were before yeah. their time because. Okay, but Raven was in there, and so was Aqua. Okay, no, listen, because the Cheetah Girls, for me, they were before their time because mm-hmm. that song, Cinderella, was such a feminist movement. Oh I don't want to be like Cinderella, sitting in a dark dusty cell, waiting for somebody <laughs> to come and set me free. I'm telling you, and oh like, I'm telling you, and if I just said, I don't want to, basically they're saying they don't need no man to rescue me. I can rescue myself. Exactly. Like, that, that was it. like 2004. I'm telling you, to you. To and I'm girls. saying my seven year self is like, yes, I don't need no man to rescue myself. Right. Yes, exactly. exactly. Justin, uh, Justin Nunn trivia fact: my fir- the first CD I ever owned was the Cheetah Girls debut album. I, mean, <laughs> I think that might be the was, first. What my parents got me for Christmas, along with the karaoke machine. I'm we and my no. first. First of all, this shows you how old we are. My first VHS tape on VHS what? was Cheetah Girls. Yes, Cheetah Girls one. So. But yeah, so moving on to another win for black people. Let's talk about the Oscars, yo. Like the black black people like came through for the Oscars. First of all, I'm just gonna shout a few. Um, Shout out to Mahers. Sorry, props to props to props to Mahershala Ali um, for winning Best Supporting Actor for Green Book. Shout out to. Props to, listen, shout hey. out, I don't care. Shout, shout out. out. Shout, shout out. out. Props to Glory 2, Honor B 2. You know, shout out to Regina King for winning Best Supporting Actress in If Bill Street Could Talk. Um, shout out to Black Panther. Black Panther really came through. Shout out to Ruth Carter for winning Best Costume de- Best um, costume design. You know, shout out to Black Panther for winning a Best Musical Score, which, if you would have heard, not heard the Black Panther album, go get it. It's on Spotify. Well, yeah. Justin put me onto it. Wait, it is so good. Which one is it? Is it the film one or the one by Kendrick Lamar? So, so the the award they got that or the thing that got awarded um, was the score, which is uh, composed Ooh. by this guy Ludwig uh, Grossman, I think, who um, is a is the main producer uh, for Childish Gambino, actually. Um, and but but the the album which is separate the album was executive produced uh, by Kendrick Lamar and that's the one that I think I put um, Erica Erica yeah, onto that's so the album that Kendrick did now oh, the, okay, okay. when we when we think about score versus soundtrack right so score is when they are entering Wakanda for the first time on the Lud- what's his name Lud- Ludwig Grossen Gar- right so like the score is what we hear when um, when um, T'Challa is entering Wakanda for the first time and you hear him say, oh, I always love this part. And you hear the like 
the the singing of of the guy like over the over the sunrise or whatever. That's the, that's the music that we think about when we when we think about like the word score. The word soundtrack is what we think about when we hear like all the stars. Oh, okay. So okay. the guy but who composed the guy who composed the score, um, who is a white man actually, um, won for 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 best score, which I think is also. I mean, it's it's Ludwig. If there was anybody who I would give it to, I was so excited for Ludwig to win because he's been doing a lot uh, for us for the past like year and change, and I think is I think it's time that he kind of got his his cred for that. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Joanne. I mean, I'm not too mad that Ludwig won because if you listen to his like, if you listen to the music on the score, he has trap beats yeah. yes. on it. Burn it all. When who is that? Uh, who is the main villain? What is his name? Um, uh, Killmonger. Killmonger might like be joining his fine self. Telling him to. Oh. <laughs> Joanne had a moment. Fine. Sorry, my bad. So <laughs> fine. So fine. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, like, uh, also, a, a one person I really want to shout out um, Black Klansman. Finally, after 30 years, Spike Lee finally won an Oscar. He has been making, you know, critical films for, you know, the black community since the 80s. Um, and he finally won. So, you know, he won. Uh, for Black Klansmen, along like a couple other people, uh, like Charlie Wachel and people like that, but there's like Kevin Willimon or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So Black uh, Black Klansmen won, won, and Spike Lee finally got his Oscar after 30 years. Um, also, Black Panther won for best production design too, as well. Um, so yeah, I feel like Black people we really came through for the Oscars. I know a few years ago it was like Oscars so white because there was nobody on the ticket, nobody won. But you know, to, to see now that. You know, they're, we're finally getting recognized for our efforts. It's really good. It's really keeps me hopeful, hopeful for the right. future. Right. Um, no, it's okay. I Can I play devil's advocate for like two seconds? Go ahead. Oh my God. So I know, and I'm, I really hate to be the cynical, right? But so, yeah, we had a couple years ago, Oscars so white or whatever. I, my immediate first thought when I seen all these black people getting awarded and nominated was not, oh, good for us. It's, oh, crap. That means for the next three years, we're not going to get any nominations. You feel that way? It very much feels... It it, feel, it feels the same way now that it did when the Grammys tried to act like they cared about us uh, a, a, the year before last, where they had Kendrick Lamar open and they gave out all the black, quote unquote black awards at the very beginning, and now this year Casey Musgraves won for whatever country music whatever mess that was. <laughs> you know, I I I, I, ju- I hate feeling that, but it's like dang, like okay, thanks for the award. I but. never thought about that. So I feel like that's tokenism. It pretty much is what they're doing, and I mean, I feel like those people deserve to win. And that's yeah, why they're not nominated. for nothing. I don't not necessarily think that they just were like, let's throw Regina King in there because she's black. No, you know? absolutely not. Okay. I, but at the same time, I feel like when, when like four out of 12 black people win, that's tokenism. What for is like tokenism? The, for the Academy. Basically, whenever, um, like, basically it's when a, an African-American person or maybe a person of color is like pretty much used in like, Say you have a pretty much white television show, but you have the one black friend, and then they're like, "Oh, hey, we got this." One yeah, black but we have that one black us. friend, so black tokenism, right? Pretty oh, much. Okay. Or like tokenism for any, like also with Big Bang Theory and having one brown Indian person. guy, you know, like or one brown person or one person of color. Pretty much, it's just tokenism. Okay, so I, look at me. I learned a new word today. Look at me. Yeah. And that's not to. That's not to take away from anybody that's won awards. Like, no. I don't want it to be that way. I'm just that's always just my first thought is that like, oh, like that means for the next three years we're not gonna get nothing. So you really feel that way? Oh yeah, no, we're not getting anything. Nobody's winning any more awards. Does huh. anybody remember like what the Oscars looked like last year though? Like how many black actors? I know Mahershala Ali took a lot for um. What was it? Not Fences. Moonlight. Moonlight. I think Viola Davis oh, won Moon- something for Fences. And Moonlight won Best Yeah, Moonlight won Yeah, so we got, you know, we got a couple nods last year. You so know maybe I mean? they're doing better, but I think what it was is it took someone to take the initiative. I think it was Jada Pinkett Smith who started something. Yeah. They, who said we are boycotting the Oscars mm-hmm. because it is so, I don't want to say Oscar whitewash. So white. that, was the hot, but, that was the hashtag. Os- yeah. Hashtag Oscar is so white. That yeah. was the hashtag. So I feel like once they started to realize, like, we should probably... I mean, that's the sad thing about it. Why do we need a protest in order to have people who need to be recognized be recognized? You know, know what I mean? Like, if they're out here doing good work and we, like, or remember them in that movie, like, oh, man, like, 
that because resonates first of with all, me. let's talk about how Angela Bassett has never won an Oscar, bro. <laughs> she has been Tina Turner. She has she played Biggie's mama in the Biggie movie. Girl, she I know you remember mama. Stella got her groove back. Yeah, right. she. You know what I mean? She has done. She played. She played T'Challa's mama. Like, come on. She didn't get best supporting. I just. I don't. Angela Bassett. I don't think has ever won uh, an Oscar or anything like that. Cause I remember yeah. I saw I remember I saw a meme about it. Uh, I, yeah, I think I saw a meme about it on Facebook. Like they were saying like she's done all these things and she's never won an Oscar. Like there are people who've been snubbed for for years. You know what I'm saying? And Angela Bassett has is highly highly decorated. She's done a lot of work. So if you think about this though, Leonardo DiCaprio was also snubbed for a very true. long time. That is and true. And he's white. So that is true. Let's talk about that. Man, okay, I'm trying to think, like, I don't know particularly. I'd have to go back and look this up. I know he has been in a lot of really good movies. He's a good actor. Absolutely. And even for, like, Titanic, like, that movie will, like, people will watch that. Forever. 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 And I don't even think he won an award for that. Yeah, absolutely. Or, like, he's been in, what else? Um, What is it? Um, Something on Wall, Wolf on Wall Wolf, Street. yeah. He, like, literally did an improv scene in there where I was like, this man can act. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, whatever. Have you guys seen the scene where he's, like, crawling on the ground and he kicks mm-hmm. the door, like, the butterfly door open with his foot and he's, like, on drugs oh, and he's, like, coming, like, I guess coming off of a high that or That was whatever. all improv? Yeah. That's crazy. It, if you go back and you it. watch it, it's insane. Like, the guy, like, he just decides, like, I'm going to crawl to the car and I'm going to take my foot because I'm, like, pretty much... Um, not in like my right mind right now. I'm gonna take my foot. I'm gonna use it to open up the butterfly door to a car. I'm gonna crawl into the car. I would think like he practiced that, but this man literally just you know. And I feel like a lot of actors can do that, which is why I feel like it shouldn't take. I feel like it shouldn't take so long for people to win awards. But I also feel like maybe there's a lot of actors and actresses out there that it probably takes time. Yeah, and I mean that's just with hard work and dedication. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like for with like with the music industry, for example, like there are a lot of people who have been grinding for years or actually here's a good example tiffany haddish Pe- tiffany haddish just became popular the last year but she has been working forever she, you can you can see like her small stuff on youtube like she has been working forever or i know me and joanne share the share the love for this person amanda seals has been working if you don't know who amanda seals is she's in insecure she also is a, com- a comedian mm-hmm. um she just be- you know came insecure came came out in what year it's been out for a couple years. Like three years ago? Yeah, like three years ago. But Amanda Seals has just been working. She, she's she been in hip-hop. She worked for Sirius. I'm so um, excited because her comedy special just came out. I be knowing. Yes, it's on HBO. You know, she got H- she just got an HBO special. But like people like Tiffany Haddish and Amanda Seals, they've been working for years and years and years, but they just now became, in the spotlight, became popping. So, you know, we're not saying that, like, oh, well, they only got these awards because they're black or they didn't get these awards because they were black. Like, we do recognize, you know... Every year will not be your year. Sometimes maybe you didn't get in this show, but maybe next year you work harder, you'll hone your craft, and then, you know, you'll kill it on your next project and you'll win all the awards. So, Yeah, just my thing is I we just want fairness. Absolutely, just, absolutely. If there are a bunch of categories and you have seen these movies and you're just like, oh, I know that this person, like from a maybe objective standpoint, like this movie really did it, like Moonlight last year. And what happened, what made me frustrated with Moonlight is that they gave the award to La La Land and then they were like, actually, no, just kidding, it was Moonlight that won. So why must you play with us in our awards? I feel like that was... Um I feel like it was an accident, but I also feel like it still was an accident that affected the, like, I feel like they had no time to talk, like, give their speech after winning the award because La La Land was already up there accepting the award they didn't win. So I feel like also you, this is like a huge deal, you know what I mean? Like when Steve Harvey accidentally said the wrong name at, what was it, Miss Universe or Miss America or whatever, that was a big deal because one girl thought she won and then realized, oops, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Same thing with La La Land. That's a disappointment to one and then also taking away from the other. So I feel like that's, you should be a professional production. And with organizing that, you should have known better yeah. than to give them the wrong card to read off of. Yeah, that's true. Well, moving on. So we talked about the highs, but now we got to talk about the lows because there was a few lows <laughs> of Black History Month. Let's start off with... Okay, the least pressing to the most pressing. Okay, Jordan Woods. Now, to give context for for people who don't know, Jordan Woods is Kylie Jenner's best friend. And people don't, who don't know who Kylie Jenner is, she is one of the Kardashian Jenners. She's, you know, Kim Kardashian, Chloe, Courtney, all of their sisters. They have a huge show that's been on for 10 years called Keeping Up with Kardashian. You know, all that stuff. They have a huge spinoff show. They have businesses. They are balling, okay? So, Kylie Jenner has the lip kits, and she has, like, 
I don't even know how many millions of followers. Um, Kylie Jenner's popping, and Jordan Woods is her best friend. So basically, she's living the highlight, living the high life. So about like maybe I don't, probably even has been a week. Uh, like a few days ago, it came out that um, Tristan Thompson, who is a basketball player, who um, is dating and has a baby with Khloe Kardashian, who is Kylie Jenner's sister. This is gonna sound real confusing. Okay, I know. okay, right. This is like this is like, this is like a, a map. Okay, like so okay, let me let me let me explain it as plain as I can. So, Khloe Kardashian and Kylie Jenner are sisters. Tristan Thompson is dating and has a baby with Khloe Kardashian. Jordan Woods is Kylie Jenner's best friend. It recently came out that. Jordan Woods, who is Kylie Jenner's best friend, and Tristan Thompson, who is Kylie's sister's baby daddy, recently just hooked up. You know what I'm saying? And it's just that's real messed up, yo. First of all, we don't even know if it's true. We don't know if it's true. People are saying that it's true. People who are insiders are saying that it's true. We don't know for sure yet. But I did just see something like not even an hour ago. Apparently, Jordan Woods is gonna be on JD uh Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk, so she's gonna spill all the tea. <laughs> So you know she's going to ask her about it. But my thing is, y'all, the devil works hard, but Chris, Chris Jenner, Jenner works harder. What like, you mean? Absolutely. I don't think Chris Jenner Girl, did this. Uh-uh. The oh first time Tristan, God. the first time information about Tristan cheating on Chloe came out. Right. Okay, first off, it happened months in advance, and they let it come out right about the time that they were about to start filming, keeping up with the Kardashians again. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is that I can guarantee Real you Chris concocted huh? up this little thing and was like, look, Jordan. You know, okay, this is probably going to affect you a little bit in the media, but in the long run, everyone's going to forget, and this is going to give us ratings. So I need you to be okay with me taking this story to they TMZ need, and being like... they've been for 10 years. Everybody know who the Kardashians is. Do they need ratings? Like, that- Okay, but how long can they be on before their lives get boring? We get it. You're rich, you do famous stuff, and you're with famous people. They need some drama. That's what reality TV is. Yeah. That's why Kris Jenner's over here, like, still trying to fill her pockets like Jordan. Look, I need you to be a hoe and low key, for two seconds. I feel like I I feel like because I haven't seen <laughs> no because low key. So I've I've seen Kylie Jenner had like a little little spinoff show and I I didn't see it but I've seen a couple seconds couple clips of it and it I get the so feeling bad. that Kylie Jenner doesn't like Jordan Woods low key. I don't know why, but low why key you, like you think that their friendship is literally just publicity. Yeah, like I feel like I feel like Chris Jenner Jordan is not that popular. She's not, but she's still. I mean, she still has a lot of followers. She's still like she. Her and Kylie just came out with a lip with a joint lip clip, so she's gonna make coins off that. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, Jordan sells like the little flat tummy tees on Instagram. She get coins from that, so she gets. You know, she's making a little bit coin off of off of their friendship. So, I don't know, but I I I don't know if it's true. People who are like who were there, or like people who know people who are close to that family, say that it's true. We won't really find out until it comes out of somebody's mouth. Even though, you know, again, this could be another publicity stunt. But Kylie, Kylie, and all the Kardashians just recently have followed Jordan off Instagram. So I don't know. But Joanne, you look—you like really want to say something? So go off, Joanne. Well, I mean, what I'm trying to say is, didn't Chloe take Tristan when he was like with a girl and she was six months? Yes. Friend? Okay. Karma. Listen, karma comes in all shapes, sizes, and forms. Basically. Good point. So basically, <laughs> all right, so I'm going to break it down for y'all. Basically, prior to all this, like, a year ago, Chloe and Tristan got together, right? But Chloe and Tristan got together when Tristan was having a baby with somebody else. And right. guess what her name is? Jordan. Okay? That's the so funny, ironic. The funny, listen, <laughs> karma comes in all shapes and sizes, bro. So I don't know. Listen, I don't know if it's true. I don't know what's true. I don't know if Chloe stole Tristan from Jordan while she was pregnant. I I don't know. We That's something we'll probably never know. But if everything that people are saying is true, then that this might be your karma, baby girl. she got what's coming to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The moral of the story is mess begets mess. Yes, and Ooh. don't cheat, bro. First of all, That's you it. are seven foot seven. Why are you cheating on somebody, man? You you You're are too going tall to, get, to be cheating. Right, you, you are, are easily get recognizable. And, and, and <laughs> we knew it was you. What? Wait, what'd you say? I said he's too tall to be cheating. He can get caught <laughs> and easily absolutely easily seen. Easily, and first of all, you are like seven foot seventeen, and you are Dana Kardashian. <laughs> like people are going to notice you, fam. People are going to notice you. That's seven foot seventeen. That's not an actual height. It's not, but he, that's like man, eight feet and like nine inches. But this man, is, no, no, like seriously, this man is like six seven, six eight. Like th- no, this man is tall. tall, very tall. And you're Dana Kardashian, and you gave her her first baby. 
Like, come on, man. People this are, girl was thinking she was never going to get pregnant. Right, And right. then she got pregnant by a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to Yikes. God. Like, it's the cutest little baby. I, like, can't even oh, sit so there cute. and, like, front. That baby is so cute. But, I, girl, I feel for you. Oh, she is so that's cute. Your, that's the only baby that you may ever have. I mean, I don't Tristan know. Thompson. I don't know. But, like, she. They could be friends one day, but he broke that relationship many times. Too many times. Yeah. And now, if it's true, because this is speculation, this is the, you know. Hollywood or whatever, but like if he did do something with Jordan, and if she did do something with him, they both betrayed that entire family. So you think? Do you think Kai's got to cut her off now? Um, I let, um, girl, is that a question? Because I mean, I'm, I'm just asking you right your now, opinion. I'm telling you right now, if my best friend Hunt were up with- to hook up with my sister's husband or baby daddy, boyfriend, whatever, it don't matter. Whoever. <laughs> and broke up like whatever they had going on, but obviously you know he did something. I'm talking about some. We're not friends no more. I'm you can come you. see your child, but don't talk to me no more. Like no, like that. You're not. I don't feel like you're a good person if that's what you do. Yeah, you know, you like- knew about the situation. You knew that she was with him, and you knew that for a long time because you'd be around me. And I feel like it's halfway my fault because I brought you around him. No, that's no, not your but fault. you feel. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. I feel like. I can't trust you anymore. Like, yeah. who else are you going to sleep with? You're going to sleep with my man Joanne, Max? Joanne, I'm going to get to you one second, but I want to add one point. We need so- to put cameras in here so that we can <laughs> see Joanne's facial expression. Bro, I will say one thing, though. So, if they was to come out, now, y'all can, we can debate this because I, I see both sides. Like, I see everything. That's kind of my curse and my blessing. So, but yeah, no. So, Jordan apparently, allegedly said that she was really drunk. Like, she doesn't even remember being there or leaving. She, oh. So, that's her defense. That's now, no excuse. On two, no, I see no. both sides. No, 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 wait, wait, no. wait, wait. Wait, so on one hand, yes, alcohol can make you do some crazy things you regret later. But I feel like you know your limits. So, if you, you know when you're getting to that point, that's when you stop. Like, you know when you're getting to that point. So, if you feel yourself getting to that point, stop so you don't make any regrettable decisions. So, yes, alcohol does make you do regrettable things, but stop drinking before you do regrettable things. I also think, though, coming from, like, a point of view of, like, where you're taken advantage of when you're drunk, too. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't even remember doing it. Yeah. Like, I... Not saying that Tristan forced her. We're not implying that yeah. or anything like that. We're I'm not- just saying, though, at the same time, like... I wouldn't say that he forced her, but if, I guess looking at that point of view where you don't even necessarily remember. Yeah, she it said happening, she was so drunk. She doesn't remember like then doing I, it. Or, then it would be hard to kind of be like. I, I don't still know. wouldn't forget I, don't, you, I would feel like that's also kind of accusing him. Yeah. At the same just time. Just because I feel like, come on, like this girl is like 21, 22. Like, this, obviously right. she just start drinking this year. I, I assume, like, most people, she's been drinking for a minute. So you know what your limit is, and you can feel yourself getting to that point. So if you feel yourself getting to that point, that's when you stop, bro. Like. Come on, man. Especially yeah. especially if you know what Drunky was like. If you know Drunky was a little handsy, a little flirty, like, come on, man. Stop. Don't stop. On both sides, though. Yeah. He could have also been like, nah, like, you know, Pushed I'm her Chloe. Her. Right. But obviously, like, Go no. ahead, Joanne. You, you've been wanting to say right, something for a ahead. minute. Please. Oh, I'm just over here chilling. Like, y'all just <laughs> talking about this. I'm absorbing all the tea. And <laughs> this situation is really tragic. It's really unfortunate. But the memes around it are really funny. Are so. really funny. <laughs> that's what really been, funny. That's what I've been picturing this whole time over here. That's why you see my face like that. So all I can imagine is Kim crying. Like it's just so hard. Like you know that 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 meme that's going around. I could just imagine like that being Jordan to yeah. Kylie. No, but have you seen the America's Next Top Model one? Yeah, where they disappeared. One. Yeah, because Kylie Jenner is gonna have to like find a new best friend. Like people are trying to put in their application so they can try out to be her new best friend because you know, they, listen. Kylie Jenner runs a billion dollar business, okay? Like, being her best friend is the best place to be. Yeah. Like, I know y'all saw that meme I posted on my Snapchat story where the girl comes out with a bonnet and a, like a, what she have on? A robe, and she goes up to the window and knocks. She goes, open the fuck. Oh, yeah. No, I like that. <laughs> I know, I like that. Uh, but yeah, so that that's one L we done took for Black Years Month. Another L. Jesse Smollett, man. Okay. I'll be taking over on this one, ladies. I got it. So, Jesse Smollett, for those who don't know, he's, he's on a show called Empire, which is hugely popular. He plays Jamal Lyon. Well, not on it anymore. Well, <laughs> yeah, he's been cut from the last two episodes. Yeah, right. he has. But, okay, so Jesse Smollett is on, was, is, whatever, we don't know, on Empire. And a few days ago, um,. Well, maybe like a week. About a week ago. Oh, maybe now. like a week. About a week ago. Week, week ago. ago. Oh, that now we tweaking. Okay, can we can we focus? <laughs> can we focus? Can we focus? Where's Anna? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 
Okay, so uh, so basically, uh, Jesse um, basically got attacked um, about you know a, a while ago. I'm not about to say about a week ago again. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. So basically, Jesse got quote unquote attacked um, outside of a subway at 2 a.m. in Chicago. Um, he said they were they were wearing masks, but they were like they like put a noose around him, and they were saying like this is for MAGA country, all that stuff, right? And also throwing homophobic slurs at him, right? Because Jesse, oh yeah, Jesse, Jesse is black. Jesse is gay. That's important to the yes, story. Yes, Jesse is black and gay. That is very important to the story. So he's black and gay. Um, so you know, so basically he filed the report. Um, he did an interview on Good Morning America. So many people, so many celebrities, you know, posted on Instagram, just like basically sharing their support and their prayers. People were talking about like, I'm finna go up to Chicago and we finna, you know what I mean? So people were really rallying against him. So then it came out that Jesse may have staged this little attack. Jesse may have paid these pe- paid some people to stage an attack. And people are saying that he staged the attack for different reasons. He was saying that like, um, you know, he wasn't making enough, wasn't making enough right. money. He wasn't being put on um, the episodes enough. He was being Empire. he wasn't being put in enough episodes. He was trying to sell albums. He's trying to sell albums. You know, this issue with the whole race thing. He was just trying to shed light on it. Blah blah blah. So basically, it's it's coming out that like Jesse is like, um, was like paying these two Nigerian brothers to stage the attack. Um, he showed text messages which. I don't know if I believe it, but there are holes in the story. First of all, it came out that he paid the Nigerian brothers for meal prep and for training because he has a music video that he's showing. So if you look at the text, it's, all they're talking about is, did you eat today? Make sure you got 45 minutes of cardio. Like, he, and he, in the check that he wrote, them, this, by the way, this is why you write memos on your checks. For this reason and this reason alone, okay? <laughs> this is why you write rem, mem, memos for your checks. On the memo for the check he sent to the Nigerian brothers, it says fitness or, like, something along those lines. Like, so... I don't know if he did it. He got he got uh, arrested. Um, he you know he got indicted by the grand jury. Um, you know he got ran out of the last two episodes of Empire. So he's losing a lot. So people, uh, some people are believing him. Some people are not. But it is important to note though that like Chicago PD said this stuff happened, but like nobody else. Is saying it so yeah so and and with that I would like us all to consider our sources right so when the story broke the the news we were getting was was basically like police briefings from the chief of police of the Chicago Police Department there are three groups of people in this world that I do not trust New York Police Department Los Angeles Police Department and Chicago Police Department there is no reason for me to believe that the Chicago Police Department or sorry any police department is going to be is going to be publishing all the way true reports about a black gay person. Um, that's number one. Um, number two, I would just like, I would like everybody to ask themselves, everyone who is like not believing Jussie's story, um, if they would believe his story if he was a heterosexual male and not a gay white one. Male. If he was a white male at that and, and a straight one at that. Ask yourselves if you would be believing suddenly believing everything that, that a policeman tells you if he was if he was not who he was um i think it's it's so incredibly fascinating like this the, the same people who three years ago <clears throat> when mike brown was was murdered um and were out on, out on the streets you know screaming hashtag black lives matter or whatever those same people are very silent now and are, and are also very quick to believe anything that's coming from law enforcement officials about the inner dealings about uh, between between a black man between a black man and whoever whoever it is that he works for be real careful about about sources that you believe uh, and taking them uh for for fact because not only are these coming from police departments they are also being reported you know we're we're getting Basically, what's happening is like BuzzFeed will get will hear about the report and then they report it to us. So we're getting these through like a lot of different filters of news. So I would be like super cautious about like just believing anything that these people tell you as law. Right, and nobody actually acute like I don't know like. But did they did they okay? Did they know if those are the two guys? That they were, don't that, no. That they don't. They were masked. They weren't. They just I don't know where so these two Nigerian a, brothers also, came from. That's another thing as well. Is like. Did they identify the two men no. <clears throat> that attacked him? No. I don't even know where Were, they got these like, men from. I feel like that's also what they should say as well, is that if they ad- identified the men who were also the men on the elevator with him that they got, or like in the text messages, or that received the um, sorry, the check that said fitness, like if those are the same men, then obviously right. that would be the case that he orchestrated the whole thing. Right. And I understand what Justin is saying, 
because like the evidence coming forward um they're saying there's speculation and they're saying that it's they he allegedly those are the words that you use when you don't specifically know what's going on yet you know what i mean like they i mean i understand but that's the thing about the media is the media shows you what you want to see and we i feel like us working on the ls will know that better than anybody else is that some media agenda like have agendas you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and they report things based off of you know like like you said fact checking and like getting it from police officers and everything because the police officers don't even really know what's going on right now either right they have you know they they have this evidence that says that he probably orchestrated it but they don't have all the evidence to really you know what is it um innocent until proven guilty pretty much that's not a thing, Loki. But no, you know. definitely not for not a black for man. Not, not for, even. Not, for not us. even. But I'm saying that's. I'm but saying that's what, it should, that's what it should be. And that's what I'm saying is there's really no hard hitting evidence. evidence that he orchestrated it himself. And the people who work with him are also like, this is out of character right. for him to do something. And like this that. is. And I listen. I'm speaking from pure experience. This is why being a good person will benefit you in life. Because I'm speaking from experience. I'm talking about me. When you are a good person and when people come up and say things about you, other people can be like, why would they do that? That's right. not even like you. Like, you you know what I'm saying? So, this, and, you know, I feel like, of course, I don't know Jesse like that, but I feel like people who do know him know that he's a good person, blah, blah, blah. So, they're like, why would he do that? So, that's, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Joanne, any thoughts? Um, Just what I was listening to on The Breakfast Club, they were talking about this, I think. Yeah, I was listening to this earlier today. They had an update. They said that... The police said they have further ed- evidence that they had surveillance footage or something like that they have yet to release to the public. And my question is, why are we waiting? If you have this incriminating evidence, why can't you just give it to the people or just just tell us? Because somehow? they don't know. That's what it is. They yeah. want us to believe that they are hot on the trail and that they know what's going on, but they don't know. Otherwise, because they're real quick to release a black man's mugshot. But you're not real quick to release, like, what's going on in an investigation. Like, whether or not, like, let's talk about it. I bet you they don't release a mugshot from uh, a police officer, a white police officer who has shot and killed a black African-American. Of course not. They definitely have not. Exactly. And then you you send him home With with pay. Administrative paid leave. Happy Black History Month, everybody. (laughs) Like, okay, but since we're on this track, if if Jesse did do it, Mm -hmm. because we don't know. Right. If he did do it, I'll say this. He lost his black card because there are people. <laughs> no, 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 seriously, no, seriously, because there are there are a lot I'm of people serious. who. Because if this happens for real, like right. if this happens to somebody for real, nobody that's will what, believe them. That's what. No, I'm nobody not even will just saying that. Them. Is that there have been so, and I'm not even just saying for African Americans, for Muslim people, for Absolutely. for people like I know we're talking about African Americans, but for Jewish people, that synagogue that was sure. just shot up. There have been so many hate crimes against people that they have actually been through an experience. For you to orchestrate one, yeah, that's awful. That's not okay. That's not okay. Not for more pay, not for more screen time, not to. Not to even not to even bring light on the issue because not that's not how you do it. You no. know what I'm saying? So no. yeah, I you yeah. could have done anything to try and be out here. You know what? Go to Africa. Build them a water system. I'll listen to your albums. I swear to God. Like, why are you? Like, why? Like, I mean, does Flint, Michigan still not have water? No. no. Thank you. They still don't. Thank you. They still no. Like, like, somebody you needs are, to do listen, something. Listen, you are a celebrity. Use your platform, yo. Like, you, Empire has so many viewers. and not, People know who you are, fam. Like, you could have, I don't who know why. It, y'all? There was a star who literally went to Africa, and instead of going through, like, um, what is it like? Um, Touristy stuff? No. What is the word I'm looking for? I don't know, no, Terry. Like a mission trip? No. It's whenever was it Akon? you. Um... <laughs> yes, it was Akon. He Akon went to Africa. I've been seeing Africa. him doing things in Africa. Really? No, he's been to Africa, but instead of going through like, um, what is it? I'm trying to think of. Whenever like Red Cross or like what are they? They are. Um, like relief funds. They are foundations that take. Money, but God, I'm looking for a word. Oh my God, Darian! <laughs> I don't know what. I don't I know what. Don't know what word charity. Word. charity. <laughs> oh my God. All this time you're looking for the word charity, bro. I, I, what I'm saying is he doesn't go through charity foundations because they pocket the majority of that money and then give the rest to, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they can run their organization. This man has actually went to Africa 
used his own money instead of going through an organization to like build water systems for people. And I'm just saying like, until this day, I'm like bumping Akon's music. <laughs> Nobody wanna <laughs> see us together, but it don't matter, no, cause I got you. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. And I just feel like if he wanted to bump up his career, there were so many other things he could have done. Absolutely. And this was not the way to go about yeah. it. Yeah. So in closing with Jesse, if he if he did it, shame on him. We're we I don't want to speak for the whole black community, but like for the four that are sitting here right now, we don't mess with him no more. If he really did do it, he's like Kanye canceled. Okay, well I don't. We don't have that, time that, for this. But that's another nonsense. I mean, I'm mad at Kanye still, but I'm still gonna buy his next album. So I don't. Say, my God, get out of my face. But you know what? That's, nope. not, that's another issue. But if if he didn't do it, like this would not be the first or last time that a black person has been set up in the justice system Woo! in the media. So you know what I'm saying? Yep. So if he did didn't do it i don't i think for right now i believe that he didn't do it because there has been no hard evidence for right now i believe that he didn't do it i'm sticking with jesse but we shall see and i'm sure we'll be talking about it on, on a future podcast so we're running a little long time so we're just gonna talk about one more one more l for for black history month which is an l but it's also a w because it's finally happened we're going to talk about r kelly being arrested it's about time he was indicted. It's been, like, first of all, I know people from Chicago. I know people who not know him, but, like, know of him and know his reputation. Like, he has been doing this forever. Like, even before he's been famous. Like, I, I haven't seen the documentary on Lifetime, but, like, I know they were talking about how, like, even after he graduated high school, he was, like, he'd be, like, 22, 23 years old, still hanging out in school, still hanging out in the playgrounds, still hanging out in the malls, you know what I mean, where kids are. So he's been doing this forever. And, you know, I feel like it's one of those things, which shame on us as a black community because we knew this was happening, and I feel like we we could have done more. We were too busy while all these accusations were going around. So we were we were too busy being like I believe I can like I was just bumping, ready, I was just we were too busy to say, bumping and grinding. We were too busy bumping and grinding. I was just getting ready to say literally like he peed on a teenage girl, dropped I believe I can fly. He married Aaliyah is out here talking about some remix to Ignition. Everybody forgot. Like we, as soon as you drop a new song, everybody is like, you know what? You know what? It's cool. And we gotta talk about that. it's a remix to Ignition. You know, like come on. We now. gotta stop. We gotta stop. We I can't even go into prison. <laughs> <laughs> like you know. No, like that's not cool and the fact i feel like though it's starting to change with our generation because yeah because we've got the like, me too no, you know movement what, right right we've got yeah. the me too movement and i feel like back then everybody was like maybe you should have kept your leg closed maybe you shouldn't have drank so much maybe you shouldn't have worn that short skirt maybe that you should not how it is whatsoever you did. how about that maybe right you we, have- women can wear say and act however they want and their body is still their body. And and just don't don't do nothing to nobody. Period. Like you should have let like as soon as some girls want to go home, you should have let them go home. Like right. I don't know what the what what is there to what is there to talk about. You should let when they want to go, let them go home they to can their parents. They can take off all their clothes and say no. Yeah. And that's their right. Yeah. <laughs> let them go home to their parents. Like what like why are you holding them what First of all, oh, well, if yeah. you're R. Kelly, you can get anybody you what what are you holding them hostage for? Like It's a sickness. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's a mental, and I just feel like, obviously, you know, in the black community, we don't really talk about mental illnesses. Right. People who are, you know, people who might be a little—I want to say sick, but people who might a little you, touched. You know, <laughs> people who might, and not for nothing though. Speaking of touch, like you know, it it came out that R. Kelly was abused himself. You know, not right. not justifying what he did, but you know, the saying of hurt people do hurt people. So you know, what I'm saying he was like molested by his sister, I think something like that. So you know, like obviously that may have carried on. To you know what he did but finally he got arrested not too long ago at first they said he couldn't post a hundred thousand dollar bail but he posted it so he's free now um but yeah so you know i think r kelly is really canceled i even though people said he they took all his music off of spotify i still see bum and ground on spotify so i don't know this is not the first time he's been taken to court for something like this though yeah you know what I mean? And I feel like the first time they, I've, there wasn't, like, substantial evidence, you know what I mean, that this happened. There's somebody out here, though, like, if he's keeping girls locked away people, in his people basement. People know more. People. There's people that know something. Didn't yeah. you say Didn't you say somebody knew Busta Rhymes or something? Yeah, and I... Uh, DMX? Yeah, DMX. Because right, DMX. Uh, like, he knew that he had a 15-year-old girl in his basement. Right. He wasn't cool with that. Yeah. and But he didn't do nothing about it. He didn't tell nobody. Nothing. No, so what happened with DMX was, so basically, RK, I guess, was trying to work with DMX, and DMX was like, no, he has girls in his basement. If you know he has girls in his basement, why, why don't you say because, that? Like, call because, somebody. 
Let's think about this, though, is that this is going to be so dumb that I say this. But this is 90s rap music. He probably was like, I'm not snitching. Oh, yeah. And that's also uh, about, you know, a lot. I want to say I don't want to lump all of us into a category, but a lot of bad people grew up, especially our parents, you know, grew up in the area like snitches get stitches and I got nothing to do with me. I ain't telling nobody, you know what I'm saying? Which I, you know, I believe since you get stitches, I'm not a snitch. But my name's in Bennett, like these, I ain't in it. My name's Paul, that's between y'all. That's like literally what my grandma used to say. Right, but in cases like this, I'm snitching on everybody, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like Loki, everybody who knew should go to jail too. Like everybody who knew, you gotta go, you gotta go too, you gotta go too. Because like Yeah, but dog, but that's half the industry going to prison. Like everybody knew about Bye, R. Kelly. Man. Goodbye. I'm sending them <laughs> right, off with not right. well wishes. Because they like, we can reform that's it. like aiding and abetting. That's like harboring. That's like har- listen. I'm just making up crimes now, but like that's like. <laughs> 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 but that's like some sort of crime. <laughs> that's like you. That's withholding information, yo. Like you gotta go to jail. You gotta do time. You gotta be on probation. You gotta do something. All the all the people that knew, like you gotta something's gotta happen to you. Like come on, man. Because he could have been brought forward so much, so many so years long ago. ago. And I just feel like. You know, people are blaming the parents, like, oh, well, where are your parents? Where, where were, you know what I mean? Like that. And I just feel like you really shouldn't blame the parents too much. Like, some, some, okay, you gotta, where was your child? If you know you, your child was If they were, gone. like, living there, I feel like those parents are being neglected. Because, yeah. like, if they were, like, well, where's my child, you know, then maybe that's the issue. Maybe those girls are going somewhere where they felt loved. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and also, when you're young, you're impressionable. You Absolutely. are easily brainwashed, easily uh, susceptible to things that people say. But at the same time, like, I feel like it depends on how you were raised, one. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom was definitely, like, she, even till this day, talks to me about, like, sex trafficking, how I should be careful. Yeah, yeah. You can't trust everybody. Absolutely. And, like, even if you know people, mm-hmm. you know, just because you recognize somebody's face doesn't yeah, mean that it's cool let me go to, to like, do only, things with My them. mom would only let me go to, like, two people's houses, yo. Like, I could not right. go to everybody's house. Right. Same here. Yeah, my mama would only let me, would, could have, would literally only trust me with, like, handful of people. And those people, like, we went to church with, we knew them, like, all our lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I definitely mm-hmm. had a friend that I was really cool with at school, but my mom was like, no, you no. can't go over to yeah. can I go to so and so's house who are her parents i don't know them exactly no. can i talk to a parent right and then, I no you can't like, go Yo, that's so annoying but now i'm like yeah i like, get they it raised you right i get it you exactly know? i was raised the same way and i would wonder like mom why are you being so mean to me i want to go hang out with my friends but she was like i don't know what goes on behind those doors right. baby uh-uh we can't be doing all that absolutely and not everybody grew up under that same like reality we have latchkey kids too yeah. like they mama work all day and they have to go home and they feed themselves take care of themselves all of that their yeah. family too you know what yeah. i mean like that mm-hmm. happens. I understand. And there aren't people, people who issues. are, like, neglective, but there are parents who, I feel like, you know, I don't know. I understand, though, if, like, you don't really have that figure being there, yeah, you know, to, like, kind of lead the way. But I feel like if your parent isn't necessarily neglective, but they kind of try and teach you morals. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say because we don't really know what these girls' lives were like. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, this R. Kelly thing sticks. Hopefully, he is fi- finally brought to justice. Hopefully, he gets time. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, he, you know, does real time, not in the, like, two years and, like, five years probation type stuff. Like, you need 20 I'm to so life, bro. I'm surprised he got off the first time, though. Yeah, you need, like, 20 to life, bro. Like, and if you get off, you got to be on house arrest. You can't leave the house for the rest of your life, like, type stuff. Like, no. So... Well, all right, y'all, that was our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out our website, alestolive.com, and don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at The Alestal, and don't forget to pick up the papers on Thursday if you're on the SIB campus. And one more thing, I just got to end this show with one of my favorite black songs. If y'all if y'all know uh, it, join in. If y'all know it, join in. Ready? I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? <laughs> yes, y'all. Yeah, oh I am your host, Erica Green, signing off. Don't forget to uh, tune, up, tune in next week right here at Alesto After Hours. <laughs>